I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the AFL Enjoys team. We're a bunch of unique individuals, Matza, Svenda, and Dean. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always going to get it right, and sometimes you're not going to agree with us. But that's okay, because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate about the game. So if you want to come along for the ride, join us at the AFL Enjoys podcast, because we really enjoy the footy. Hello and welcome back to the AFL Enjoys podcast. We've had a week of trades to discuss today. Boys are with me once again, Georgie Svender and James Matzer. How's it going, man? North of the busiest North have ever been in their whole life, mate. This is like Christmas for me. Like you don't (laughs) understand how much I love the draft. (laughs) Mm, Oh man, the draft, the trade period, the you know the preseason, all of it, man. We're we're excited as North fans, as you can see. We've got North Melbourne cards ready to go. How many picks do you have in the top ten, man? Uh, About (laughs) seventeen. Um, 17 picks in the top 10 is pretty good. Mate, if we do a rewind to right before the um, preseason sort of officially started, I said, Mm. I want to own the first round. You did. You did. And Brady Rawlings, if I could see you. And they did. And And they they did. did. (laughs) And they did. (laughs) I wanted them to own the first round and they did. And they did, man. Um, I would give Brady Brady a big hug if I could see him, mate, because he's he's honestly just made this off-season so much fun for me. So, Mm. um there was that one day, I can't remember what day it was exactly, but I was coming home from work and I'm like, oh, another trade, another trade. And it was, you know, it was the um, the Zach Fisher one or the Stevens one. But that whole day of getting the two targets we wanted and an extra two first round picks for this year, man, that's I, pretty good, man. I told you before that day I had to drive to Trolgan, which for me where we live here is about it, two hours away. Yeah. And... I didn't have access to my phone most of the day. I was busy working. And then as I'm driving home, I'm sort of listening to the radio, but they don't talk about the trades um, so regularly, really. Mm. And I come home. It was just like, like I said, Christmas. Like I'm just seeing like four <laughs> trades. We've moved up refresh, the draft every order. Every time you refresh, it's a new draft pick. Like Stevens mm. done, Fisher done, draft picks. Man, this is the best. Mm. Um, but anyway, like lots to get into, obviously. I've got mm. the article that AFL posted mm. just the other day, which is essentially breaking down every move so far. I thought mm-hmm. we'll just go through it, obviously, and... Just get opinions on yeah, you boys who won the man. trade, yeah. who lost, and and what it means for the team. So, just scrolled right down to the bottom. So we'll go from the very beginning. Nine days ago, we've got yep. James Jordan becomes a Swan, right? So James Jordan to the Swans for end of round two compensation for Melbourne, which ended up at the moment as pick thirty nine. Mm. I think I don't really think too much of James Jordan. I think he's just a decent depth piece. Um, sort of replaces the uh, Dylan Stevens departure for them, yeah. and pick thirty nine is might be overs to be honest with you. Like, uh, I think AFL have been very like the the compensation has been very generous. I, I don't know. So he was only a free agent because he got delisted. From no, 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 no. He's just a general. Just he's, out of his contracts run out. So now he's a free agent. So yeah. If you're delisted, you'd. The other team doesn't get compensation. Like you've delisted him, but he was delisted and re-picked up. I think no, 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 no. He's just he's just a regular free agent. He might have been delisted if no one picked him up. How um, many years has he been in the system? Hmm? How many years? I don't know. Yeah. Three or four years. Yeah, is that enough no. to be a free agent? Yeah, apparently so. Well, yeah. think about like the rookies until this year were two years, and then most teams sign him on like for an additional two. Mm. So he it could be at the end of his third or fourth year, mm. realistically. Um. Yeah, look, I think what Matza said was quite right. Like they've lost Stevens, brought in Jordan. Yeah, time will tell. 
if that was worthwhile. I guess they've just replaced that spot on the list with a talent mm. that will probably play some games for him. Yeah. Credit to him. He's a hardworking player. Like, And who knows, maybe the wing where he's playing is in his best position. Maybe he needs more inside time. Don't know if he'll get that, but yeah. And they did drop, um, they did listed Ryan Clark as well. So a bit of run through the midfield. He, he had a bit of a role from them at times. Mm. As the um, tagger. Bit yeah. of a tagger. Yeah. He can, he's really fit, Ryan Clark. He can run all day. So... Mm. Um, yeah, there's more to go with the Swans as we'll get to, but mm. they've been pretty busy so far. Um, mm. I think the pick 39 from Melbourne, look, they'll be pretty happy when you lose a free agent. Wasn't really in their best 22 every week. Mm. So they've ended up with a shot at the draft. Yeah, so I think that pick went on to Fullerton maybe. I'm 100% sure about that. but Potentially. Yeah. We'll mm. get to it, yeah. Mm. Um, and then there was a free agent move. So the Eagles received Matty Flynn. GWS also received around two... End of round two compensation, which is pick 40 at the moment. Mm. That's okay for GWS. I think the Eagles, well, they need a Nick Nat replacement. Even though Nick Nat wasn't playing, every club needs two rucks that can mm. play. I think Matthew Flynn's a decent ruckman. So. He's probably better than Bailey Williams. And they. I think if West Coast want to try Bailey Williams as the ruck forward um, option. So, yeah, no, good pick up for them. Look, yeah, no loss for GWS really. They yeah. just need someone to replace... You know the backup rock now. Well, they got they got. I don't know what the situation with Bruce is. He's still on the list though. Mm. At the moment, yeah. Yeah, he's a solid backup. He's a, he's a scary player. Yeah. He's always injured, but when he's not, he's injuring everyone else. So yeah, true, true, true. Do they have yeah. a third rock? So obviously, um, Flynn's gone now. They had Bruce Briggs took over the number one spot. Was there someone else in that line as well, or am I just thinking of the the correct three there? I think that might be it. Off might the be top it. of my head. Yeah, yeah I think they've so. probably got some. You know, uh, Ruckman, young, young Ruckman in the background that they're developing, but yeah, fair enough. Look, Flynn's mature age, he's tough, he's strong. So, you're right. Bally Williams, I think, can be more versatile playing the forward line as well. So, I I think it's a fine pick for West Coast, Mm. especially when there's a lot of Ruck movement. I think Matty Flynn's sort of like your baseline solid Ruck. Yeah, yeah, he's like your Mark Pittenet vibe. Yeah. Like just, if you're a team like West Coast, you're just happy to get anyone willing to go to you. To be fair, so yeah, yeah true, true. And they didn't—they um, don't pay anything to get him. They get him for free. So yeah, yeah, decent move. Uh, the next one was Sydney again in the action, receiving Joel Hamling. I like this one. Unrestricted free agent because Hamling had been delisted in the past, I believe. Mm. Um, so it's completely unrestricted, no compensation going to Freo on that one. I don't believe. Or it might be because it's a cheap uh, move. Possibly. One of the yeah, two. It's yeah. Oh, I think it was that. Um, uh, yeah, we forgot about Hamling and George, I think Georgie said it last week, premiership defender. He was for the dogs, wasn't he? Mm. Went to Freo. I I brought in Joel Hamling into my AFL draft team for one week. Really? Yeah. Uh, not dra- uh, The AFL, the not super coach, but the AFL version. Dream team, whatever it is. Whatever it's Fantasy. called. Fantasy. <laughs> Last year when I was playing, I'm like, oh, Hamling, he's so cheap and he, he got a game. I brought him in and then he didn't play again for the rest of the year. <laughs> I just remember that move and I'm thinking, well, Hamling, what, nice. he's on the list. I forgot that he was on the list. <laughs> he's getting a game. He's good. Yeah. Well, apparently he wasn't. But <laughs> as a mature age defender, helping the Swans who need defenders, Swans are competing for the flag. So you throw him straight in if he can play consistent football. I, I don't think it's a bad move personally. Mm. And if it's, I think they're paying him cheap for there not to be any compensation. So, yeah, low risk, high reward, good move. Well, Frio, we'll get to the other moves in a little bit, but not so fun of a preseason for them. They're losing a few players. That's the same every year, man. Yeah. Mass exodus every year. Mm. Well, 
in a way, but then they had Luke Jackson wanting to go to them, which was a huge. Mm. Um, That's like the only one, man. True. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is with that is that they've lost this year's pick because of Luke Jackson. So their off season is just horrible so yeah, far. Trying, not, to, trying to make to something. See how they're going to improve, isn't it? Exactly. Like how they make it, they have to make something out of nothing. Mm. You know, whether that's a decent, you know, late draft pick. Maybe they get something decent from the Liam Henry deal. I don't know. Well, they're going to yeah be negotiating that one, I think, all week. That might be one of the late ones that gets done because yeah. they're going to want quite a bit. Silvani likes to go to the end of the draft. Uh, he likes I to can't take stand it to, the last him, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> some uh, of these list managers think they own the, like their celebrities at this time of year. Like, Just do your job. Make a good deal. Like Dodoro, oh, him. Makes me sick. And who's the other one? Mackie's getting annoying as well. Like... Yeah, no. Nah, What's Mackie doing being a list manager? Surely, like, surely he's too young for that. <laughs> yeah, true. No, nah, <laughs> y- you have to have a lot more gray hair. Yeah, you, yeah. you forget that Mackie just never aged though. So he's actually right. forty. He's actually forty-two. <laughs> is he actually? He's a vampire, bro. You would believe me if I said it. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he, <laughs> surely is he forty? Yeah, he might be. Nah, yeah, he's actually three thousand years old. Well, <laughs> well, then, then it makes sense. <laughs> Then it makes sense. He's got experience. Mm. Uh, well, look, on he, that, actually. He drafted like, Alexander the Great originally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, on man. that Geelong stuff, though, they haven't done a deal yet because they're holding out for some massive demands with Radagalia. I don't know about you guys, but like Radagalia for me, this was his first year in defense mm. and he wasn't great. He was He's a big body, organized Geelong defense. Like I'm convinced any big body can do what he did this year. Yeah, I thought he be was honest. good, to be honest with you. He started better than he finished. Yeah. Um, but you can see there's obviously potential there. But at the same time, yeah, one year isn't enough to say this dude's a ready-made solid key defender because you're going to be playing in a defense next year. Him and Zerk Thatcher, both not overly experienced. Alir Alir is probably the most experienced of the lot. He is, yeah. Um, but none of those dudes, I don't know. Do any of them really hold down the defense? Like, Look, I don't, I don't think know. it's a bad three combo for Port, mm. having those three. Yeah, it's very can. athletic. Mm. Um you know, three dudes. It's definitely an upgrade on, on the geriatrics they have this year. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> It'll, uh, Trem, was it? Trem McKenzie, McKenzie, Jonas. Yeah, Jonas doesn't even play. Like Jonas is retired now, yeah. Fair enough. Well, there was another defender on the move actually. So, Tom Duday to the Lions mm. for end of round one compensation going back to the Crows. So, pick 19. The Lions gave him a lot of years and a big contract mm. apparently. Yeah. I've got a bit to say about this right so for the compensation stuff they're going to get end of first round and look good on them good on Adelaide for you know getting this sorted but at the same time they offered him they ended up dropping the big deal that they were going to give him six months ago whatever it was to like they dropped it to like two years and 250k less that's basically showing you the door Mm. if they value him at that price how do they get an end of first round compensation because it's all about the contract he signs. I know. But so, it's a Brisbane's doing mm. essentially. Yeah, of course. But like it makes me think like the compensation, you know, apart from the pick three that we're getting, it's a bit, it's a bit sus, man. It's like, sus as bro. Let's be honest. Mm. Well, yeah, look, I guess we'll talk about the Ben Mackay one as it comes. But specifically mm. with this one, I think it's honestly just risky from the Lions point of view. Like, dude, he's been injured regularly. And mm. that's the Is reason. Is he ACL at the moment? I think so. Mm. And Adelaide obviously has withdrawn their initial big promise to him Mm. and you can say like obviously that's harsh and and you can understand why he's leaving Mm. but from brisbane's point of view it's actually quite interesting that they've paid up so much yeah i don't Uh, know if like with contracts these days they don't really disclose if there's like what's it called triggers mm. 
and that sort of stuff. Who knows? Maybe he doesn't have a fully guaranteed contract over the four or five years, whatever it is. But mm. yeah, look, it's high risk, high reward because Duday, like I think when he's injury free, he's a gun. Like as an interceptor, as someone who can lock down, he's a bit of a, he kind of does both. But I think as a, like um, to have him and Harris Andrews intercepting at their best would be crazy. You know, mm. it'd be almost like a man lever type combo. So could be pretty decent. But again, Big risk. Mm. And pick 19 for the Crows. Look, for a player that you were going to try and lowball and just keep on your list, that maybe you're not too confident in his injuries, it's a good return for them. Yeah, a huge, so. huge return um, for them. That gives them a bit of bit, bit of something to play with if they still want to mm. try to get petty, Yeah, whoever else they want to get in their team. I happen to think like these end of first round compensations I've actually got no problem with because ultimately they get pushed back. So you're looking at something between 19 and probably 23, 24, 25. Yeah. True. For me, that's that's fine. Like you can sort of ignore that. At least the team losing a big free agent, mm. like that should sort of be the maximum, in my opinion. And yeah. I'm talking as a North fan who's pretty happy. Mm. Um, yeah, maybe that'll be the thing moving forward because mm. they said they were going to review draft stuff. You know, whether that be compensation picks, um, the draft point system. Maybe that could be the maximum in the future. Where it's just like end the first round pick, mm. but or maybe even like if it's if a player was that good, maybe make it two end the first round picks instead of. You know, getting you the pick three that everyone's crying about. Mm. Um, But, you know, we'll see how they go about that. It's interesting. Yeah, we'll touch on that a bit more soon. Mm. Um, So, Port Adelaide did a trade just with picks and and between them and Freo, right? So, I'll read it out. Mm. Port received a second round pick, which is currently 23, and a future second round pick tied to Freo. So, two second rounders essentially for a future first round pick that Port's given Freo. Mm. So, next year's. First rounder. Yeah. Um, I like... So, I'm trying to think. So, it's basically two seconds for a first. Yeah. And think about it this way. Like, North had Port's pick this year. And mm. Port had a good year. Didn't do so well in the finals. That's pick 15 currently. So, yeah. let's just sort of mimic that. Yeah. It's pick 15 for 23 and a second rounder. So, 23 and probably 23. Let's let's yeah guess that. I think uh, Freya will be a little bit better where maybe that, that second round pick in future might go a bit further. But... um. Yeah, I think it's it's good for Freo, you know, an opportunity to get into next year's draft because um, they've got nothing this year. So, you know, you might as well just put the eggs into another basket. So, they'll have two first-rounders at the minimum next year. Mm. Port. Freo. Freo. No. Yeah, Freo are getting Port's first in the future. Yeah. And then they'll have their own first in the future. And I, well. I don't think Port will finish that high next uh, Sorry, Freo will finish that high next year, to be honest with you. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting because this pick, the way the article's written is – that was meant to be a pick that Port received that would just enable them to get Radicalia. But apparently Geelong's just swiped it away, apparently. Yeah. So that's just hilarious that Port's done this still thinking, yeah, that'll get it done. <laughs> you'd think it'd be enough though. Wouldn't you think you'd call Andrew Mackey, who's the Geelong list manager, and say, look, we're going to get this pick. Mm. Would that get it done? And if they said no... Imagine they said yes and then flipped the script. No, no worries. <laughs> uh, <maybe laughs> who, knows? who knows, man. Andrew but Mackey, then, sly dog. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but then they could throw that future second... Maybe at Zerk Thatcher, even you know what I mean. So there's, they're probably thinking of that as well. Because if they could get, if if they were to get it done for both of those players with those two picks, it'd be pretty good. Mm. But now, well, Essendon's yeah. trying to talk into uh, talk the power into a Dersma for Zerk, Th- Zerk Thatcher, essentially like a straight swap, maybe like late picks trading. So mm. pretty much straight swap. Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting. They're the couple of trades that are just lingering. Like, would you do that straight swap? Yeah. If you're Essendon, hell yeah. Because mm. he was going to leave anyway. Yeah. And you need that kind of player on the outside. But 
if and you're poor, you'd be you kind of have to, I think, for would it be like cap reasons or stuff like that, maybe get rid of someone that's not quite a needed player. But he's not in their plans, obviously. And they yeah. they've told him to go, you know, assess your options. So mm. yeah, I think it's kind of fair. A dude wants to leave. Even though Dersma's value is higher, mm. a straight swap, I don't think he's that 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 bad. I think maybe you know the late pick swaps or something. You know, um, the favorable pick goes to Port. Yeah. But you know, again, it's I don't know. Both players want to go, so it's like I don't know. Mm. D- scratch each other's backs a little bit. Yeah, which Fair they enough. don't seem to do these days. Fair enough. Um, now this was a big trade that happened. So doggies and sons yeah. trading a few picks around, right? So. The Dogs have received pick four currently in the draft, Mm. two third-round picks, which are currently 46 and 51, and a future third-round pick, which is Gold Coast's. Mm. So all in all, four, 46, and 51. Four, the Suns, who have received two first-round picks, which is 10 and 17, and the Doggies doggies next year future first. Yeah. I think Western Bulldogs, you said they got two lates back as well. Two late picks back. Yeah, so that, that helps 40 them. picks. Yeah, that the... 46 and 51. Yeah, that helps them with Croft. And they also get Nick Watson, perhaps. So why before. do you think that they've gone so hard to get so early in the draft? It must be for a specific uh, player. I think it's for a specific player. Part of it also is, I think, I thought about it. They don't want to um, use their higher picks, like 11 and 17. To get the... To get Croft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, they, they... It was a... That was part of the strategy, you mm-hmm. know. But... When it's when you make it out as if it's three first round picks for one dude, like I don't know, it, it's tough to sort of justify it on its own like that. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll look, we we're talking about it last week. Who who would you trade pick eleven, seventeen, and a future first for in the AFL? It'd be a lot of it's good players that go for that type of currency. Yeah. Well, that was like the Jeremy Cameron, wasn't it? Three first rounders in the end. How many did he yeah. demand? Mm. Prime Jeremy Cameron. They got a lot, but they want a flag from him. Well, what mm. I'm saying is that it matters. Yeah. Point being, like, who would you actually trade the picks for? Like, if it was an actual player in his prime, yeah, yeah. it would be like we're talking like Charlie Cameron, small forward type. If that's what, if they're going for Nick Watson, the small forward type is, you know, is um Cameron. What other what other small forward you, would you pay that type of money to? Like Toby Green. Yeah. He'd be more than that, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, but it's not been done yet. Like no one's, no one player has gone in a, a trade for three first round picks or more. Uh, sorry, for more than three first round picks. Mm. So yeah, I think it'll. It's going to happen eventually. Where players, there's going to be like some big first rounders moved. Mm. I don't know how the the rules work in the AFL, but can you go beyond next year? No. It's so only one year in the future. They got to go. No, nah, they no. Nah, seriously, they got to do. They got to go. Like a team goes four first rounders. For NBA can do. Yeah. Is it like twenty eight and twenty nine are getting talked about? Yeah. No. Nah, there's there's like five there's six twenty years. there's twenty thirty picks that have been swapped. Yeah. There you like, go. You know wow. what I mean? That's that's the best. But you can't do like more than like two years first in a row. See, if you're North Melbourne, so, right? Just hypothetically. Yeah. I would feel pretty confident trading. First rounder in 2028 if it gets a deal done, a really important deal done now. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you, you bank on the fact... The future, it's free money, bro. It's yeah. free exactly. draft <laughs> Worry about it later, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. If that helped us get Harley Reid, say 2028 first rounder and 2030 first rounder, I'd do, I'd do them both. Because by, by them, we'll be good. You know what the NBA and broadly American sports does really well is yeah. pick swaps. So yeah. like you do a pick, say, with Carlton next year. 
the better of the two picks would go to one team. Mm. So you're not trading and getting rid of a first rounder. You're just going to receive a worse one. Yeah, mm. I like that a lot. Yeah, same. And then if you go for a pick swap and your team, say the team who gets the best one does worse, the team that did better wins, if that makes sense. So it's, it's a bit of a risk because you might mm. not get an upgrade yeah. if you're the worst team. You know? Exactly. So I kind of like it. You know, it adds a bit of you know gambling involved. You know, <laughs> so, gamble responsibly. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, but I look back to this trade here. Obviously, Gold Coast they just want more picks, match bids this year and next year. Yep. Um, the doggies. This is as high as they've picked in the draft apparently since Bond. So it's a pretty big deal for them. Ooh. Yeah. Um, well, I think, I think they think that they have the pieces for the flag, mm. and I think we think that they have the pieces, at least most of them, for the flag. They just need a proper coach, which we said last week and we'll keep saying forever. <laughs> and you're right, if they do feel like they need a small forward and Nick Watson fills that gap with Waitman, they've got the powerful midfield. Liam Jones comes back in the defense. Their players get a little bit better. Jamara gets better. Norton gets better. Yeah, maybe they maybe they do have what it takes, dog. Mm-hmm. So if they get the fathers on as well, they've got Darcy just waiting there as well. Mm, yeah. like, I don't know. They've kind of got half the pieces. Mm. It's just it's interesting with them because they're still super young. Who are the old dudes who are actually, you know, vital? Like, Libba might be close to 30, but you can tell he's still got another two, three, four years in him. Yeah. You know, um, like all their best players, Bont's still young, McRae's still young. They're, they're both like prime, you know, mid to late 20s, you yeah. know. So, there's, it's not really win now for them as much as it feels that way because they've won a premiership, you know, mm. you know, what was it, five, six years ago, whatever it was. But yeah, the team's still super young. So, they're... um. Yeah, they can really um, they can focus on what they need right now and just um, yeah, worry about the future, you mm. know, later I guess. But. Yeah, I agree. And quite frankly, that was probably the pick pick four that they've received, which is the highest they could have gone really silly because North mm. isn't really going to trade out of two and three. Hawthorne's nah. not getting rid of their one, um, mm. and the Eagles obviously demanding a lot. So mm. they've sort of done as well as they could. Yeah. If they wanted to get higher. Mm. I actually kind of feel like with West Coast, they're kind of stuck in an awkward position at number one. I think like, because now they're pretty much either forced to get something huge that's not going to get offered or take Harley Reid who might leave. You know what I mean? I, I actually, I don't envy their position at number one at all. Because even though there's so much power, they have to deal with the fact that if they trade for a like a subpar, um, you know, what's the word? Haul for pick one. Their fans are going to lose their minds. Like, mm. you know, it's a bit weird for them. How funny was like the Harley Reid interview? It's <laughs> like, can you just confirm one more time that you're happy to go to West Coast? I'm happy to go to West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I don't think you are, bro. <laughs> uh, honestly, there was an interview he did on with um Cal Toomey and That's Riley Beveridge, about, yeah. but yeah, earlier yeah. in the year. Oh, okay. And at that one, I must say, he you can tell he's done a lot of media training. He seemed nervous and honestly, his responses were a bit grey. But I'll give him a lot of credit. He he must have done a lot of training with mm. media stuff because he sounded much more ready for like the AFL environment and the media. Mm. He just sounds comfortable, um, man. It's he, like now he does. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. it's not even just like, hello, I am Harley Reid in like a like monotonous you know mm. media trained type way. He just seems so loose and relaxed and just seems like a good bloke. Yeah. you know what I mean. So I think he's done again. Yeah, credit to him. It's done very well. It's tough, that. man. We're talking about 17, 18 year old kids. I know. And the pressure, like, what was I when I was that age? I know. Man. I'm still a Muppet now. Like, jeez. <laughs> I know. Very articulate for a, you know, 17, 18 year old kid. Mm-hmm. So he's doing well. Yeah. So the next move was a free agency move. Our boy, Todd Goldstein, off to the Bombers. 
Um, look, what's there to say, man? What's there to say? He's going to go there, stopgap little Ruckman until Draper gets back. You know, it's probably the best Ruckman they've had. What? In the last, what, 20 years? Since, Actually, since, since Paddy Ryder. Yes, since yeah. Ryder. It's the best Ruckman that they've had, even at this age. I'd say. I don't think there's actually you know I don't think there's that much to say about it. Like I don't think he'll play a full year. He's obviously just trying to get a little bit more money and get a little bit more out of his career. Mm. But does it change Essendon that much? Yeah. Look, look the Bombers. I think with Draper being down, I think it does help them a lot. Like people mm. have been sleeping on Goldie for probably three or four years now, thinking he was mm. done because he always looks exhausted on the field. His, face, <laughs> yeah, his face is always red. He always looks tired, but he still mm. runs all day. And he yeah. still solo rocks most of the time. But how long is Draper out for? Do we know? Um, I think most of the preseason. So he probably will have a delayed start to the year. Okay. Um, look, yeah, there's no need to rush him back because Goldstein's a fine. He'll Ruckman be on perfectly his own. fine for them. But yeah. Look, it's not a massive needle mover, but if you just want to stopgap Ruckman, mm. he was the best available. And, and Phillips, Phillips retired. Yes, so they did need someone. It, no, it's a good move for the Bombers short term. Um, I think it says a lot about North though in that round one this year, we actually had Goldstein dropped for Tristan Jerry. Yeah. And North fans, just in what I hear in podcasts and stuff, they do not rate Tristan Jerry. Now, I must admit, mm. he played the first, was it in the first game he got injured or the second yeah, game? I think it's the first game. First game, right? And I must say, like in that quarter that he played he, he looked okay how much can you read it, off it though it was against the, the child as, as, as what I will say though yeah, Williams. when he plays VFL Tristan Jerry his stat lines are incredible like mm. 20 touches 7 tackles 30 hitouts. you're like wow this guy's ready and then every time he's in the AFL he just doesn't look ready so I think North internally rates him North fans do not like him because he hasn't proved it yet mm. and, and now we've we're been sort of spoiled with Goldie we've been spoiled be with Goldie and now we're sort of looking around thinking shit when Jerry returned later in the year, he didn't look great. But he did recover from a leg fracture. So how much of that do you play in? Who else do you have? Coleman Jones. Coleman Jones, oh, and that's Coleman it. Jones. And we've got um who's the big boy in the VFL that does Ham- not look ready? Hamish Free. Hamish Free. Yeah. Mm. We drafted him in the was it late in the draft or No, nah, rookie draft. Rookie draft. So he'll he'll, last year. he'll be back on the rookie list again. Yeah. So go another round. But So basically yeah. we're going all in on Jerry and Coleman Jones, who neither of which have proved to be an AFL Ruckman yet. Yeah. Um, I, it wouldn't surprise me if one of those later first round picks we go and pick up a Ruckman just to try to develop him, and develop him in the background. Yeah, I don't know. It's all where you know we've got plans for a, a Sean Darcy, you know, trade or like free agency. <laughs> How signing. mental would that be for like the last oh. day Sean Darcy requests a trade to North? Oh, well, I'll tell you what: with three I'd late first it. round picks, Frio couldn't complain about having like a return. Because what we, would we, you yeah. give for him? You'd happily give one of those. Easy, like it'd fifteen. Have be, it'd have to be more than that, though. I reckon I'd give I'd give fifteen and seventeen for him. To be honest with you, would I give two firsts? I'd want something else in return, like a second, like we did with maybe, Carlton. Maybe, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I don't. I mean, Sean Darcy's one of the best ruckmen in the comp. Mm. Still, man, two first round picks for a ruckman. But you got how old is he? He's not that old. No, he's young. Man. He's young. He's, he's like, like 22, 23. No, I'd be, I'd be on board. That. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. just. I think you'd try and. Not give two first round picks if you can avoid it. Oh, of course, of course. You want to you, you start with the lowest offer, obviously. Anyway, stop but saying it because it's not going to happen. You're getting me excited. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine him feeding it down to like to you know Wardlaw and LDU? I heard Walsh wants to get out of Carlton, go to, go to North. Hey, <laughs> what do you want? So, so then fifteen we'll, for him. We'll, we'll get some more AFL assistance, and then we can make a trade for him as well. Yeah, yeah. So we can got to uh, make a call to Gil. Hang on, hey, 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 mate, we need help to make this. <laughs> and Walsh, Walsh is like, trade. I'm only coming if Cripper comes with me. <laughs> Actually, we could use Charlie. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> We're going to play Cripper as a rock, though. We've got too many midfielders. <laughs> <laughs> he 
you probably could. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Bro, he played Ruck in his Brownlow year. Oh, well, there we go. Hey, there we go. But we need a Ruck. Who says oh. Rucks don't win Brownlow? So. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Next one was another Essendon shopping at the North Melbourne shop. Ben Mackay <laughs> going to the Bombers. But we did get something in return. And What'd you get? What'd you get, boys? We pick got three, brother. We got pick three, which I said it before and I'll say it again. Like, I think any pick in the top 10 as compensation... It just doesn't seem right. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. And the first round should be like that's the most you would get. So it's you. only because of the contract that he got picked through. That you I, got I think he's on eight hundred a year now. Yeah, multi-year deal. Yeah. Fucking hell. Um, here's here's the thing. Uh, maybe even at one stage it was floated that North might get an end of non-finals teams draft pick. Right in the uh, what's it called in the assistance package. So pick eleven. Right, maybe that could be the highest. So all the non-finals teams don't get affected. The funny part is, just for Mackay, pick eleven also seems high, and pick three, <laughs> pick See, three is mental. Yeah, true, well, true. In the context of North Melbourne, it feels more fair because we don't have another key back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so like, yeah. it's not just losing a decent key back; you're losing the only real key back you have. Yeah, mm. like, and Logue is a key defender as well, but like, he's not the. No, he's undersized and he's injured. Yeah. So yeah, true, true. he doesn't really help much he's, at he's, round one. His sort of best football will come one day if we're a decent team and he can mm. intercept and run around. But for the moment where we're a bad team, he doesn't look amazing. Mm. Um, you know, and even that, him being out, he's our best defender, right? So we're pretty much, we'll talk about our defense later, but uh. it was a big loss for us, big contract. So yeah. therefore, a higher pick kind of feels like justified as a North fan, but I can totally agree. And I said, and I'll say it again. Any pick in that top 10 just does not seem right for any mm. player's compensation. Yeah. Um, but we've seen it in the past. Like James Frawley left Melbourne to go to Hawthorne. They got like a top three pick as well, I believe. Mm. Is that um, how they got? Was it Track and someone else? Or, I can't remember what it was. Or maybe it was um, Brayshaw. Um, yeah. Yeah. And ultimately as well, I think people are just pissed at North because we've used the future comp- like um, AFL picks to get more into this draft. So now we've got two, three, 15, 17, 18. Mm. And everyone's losing their minds. Yeah. It basically, That's a lot of draft capital, man. Yeah. I want more. Yeah. <laughs> Give think, me more. Think about it. If this, like, if take out the assistance package, right, it was, it's ended up being pick 44, right, for two first round, end of first round picks really this year, and then Fisher and Stevens. Mm. So with the help of the assistance, that third round pick became all that. It's pretty sweet, man, as a North fan. Feels good, I tell you. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, look, Mackay himself, Essendon fans, this is my honest opinion. Like Mackay is a big boy. He can't kick. And I don't think you want him to, so that's okay. But he's a great intercept mark. He's very strong. Um, but he does have some injury history, a few concussions this year, which is concerning. Mm, true. Um, and he's the reason he's only played like 70-odd games in eight years or seven or eight years is because he does get injured quite a bit. And it took him a while to develop in the first place. So yeah, true, true. it's not like if he's fit, he'll be a great pick for you. But there's every chance that he only plays about 14, 15 games a year. That's just being honest. Um, yeah, that would suck for Essendon if they're paying seven, eight hundred k for a dude who's only playing fifteen games. But who knows? Maybe they'll get his body right. But the concussions yeah, is risk. the worrying bit. If I was an Essendon fan, that's like physical injuries can happen, like mm-hmm. to any part of your body. But the head ones this year, he copped a couple innocuous sort of ones. It's a little bit worrying. Mm-hmm. Um, but in saying that, would have loved to keep him. We'll have to sort of figure it out now, but. Um, Sorry, we've got a uh, pink on the way. Toby pink. Toby we'll t- pink. I'm assuming he'll be on the list and we'll talk about him at some point. Yeah. Um, if he's not, uh, we'll bring it up later. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that was that one. Now our favourite move of the <laughs> off season: the Bulldogs receiving James Harms, uh, Melbourne receiving a future third round pick. Can we just skip this one? Yeah, <laughs> we, we've been going. We've talked about you know stuff enough. James Harms got seduced into a role on you know in the VFL side, and now he's going to Bulldogs. Yeah, he, he doesn't look good in the Bulldogs jersey. Nah, I think we can all agree. Nah, just. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, I just something about um, Harms as a player. It's, it's, well, <laughs> it's just such an underwhelming player. Well, him saying that Beveridge sold him a role in the team just means that like Beveridge is a mastermind of like. What is deception. he saying in those meetings? What is he saying? Here's what is the, he saying? Here's the thing. We were talking about it at the start of the year, right? I don't know when it was, right? But I searched up Greek players like in <laughs> AFL and it came up with the Greek team of the century or whatever. Luke Beveridge was on it. And let's be fair, Greeks can talk shit. Like, <laughs> that's, so it, it makes a bit of sense. What's he saying like, in the meeting? Like, so, Bond, I'm going to get you to play forward, right? And I'm going to yeah. get you to play midfield, right? Like, and, then, yeah, and then you're off the half back, right? And then, then you ruck. And then you're back forward. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bond's like, got your coach, got your coach. I'm playing forward, mid, back. That's the, I don't, is that what, how it goes? I don't uh, know. He's told James Harms, like, you know Libba? Forget about him. <laughs> forward pocket. Back to the forward pocket for him. You're on ball, mate. Every oh. center bounce. Oh, God. Anyway. Mm. All right. Yeah, we can move on. We, I think we all agree. If he does play, he's a decent footballer, but the yeah. dogs just doesn't seem like the right fit for me. Um, now, the next one, more interesting again. So, Dylan Stevens to North and a second round pick, which is pick 25. For Sydney, getting a third round pick, which is 44, and one of North's two assistant picks, so a future first rounder. So, Stevens and second round pick, which was pick 25, for end of first and a third round pick. I like that. Yeah. Oh, it's good for, for us. It's fantastic. Yeah, I think North it's, did well. Yeah. What is it? It's basically a third round pick. The seconds, you know, future first is kind of a second. They get sort of swapped around. They're not. They're kind of equal in my eyes, mm. considering we could have lost that pick next year if we held it. So yeah, huge win, huge win. Like Stevens, he could be anything. You know what I mean? Like he's. It uh, just adds class to your team when you're rebuilding. You need classy players, right? Mm. So he holds down a wing for his career. He's a good kick. I think. Uh, I think it's a very smart move. Mm. Yeah. For me, North generally in trades doesn't rip off teams, and we generally don't give away too much I think Brady Rowling seems like a pretty decent guy he always sort of comes to an agreement with minimal fuss and gets it done pretty quickly so Mm. seems like one of those ones do I think we could have gotten a better deal probably if we didn't have that future first round pick to just give away we Mm. could have negotiated something even better Yeah. Yeah, but But when you just sort of given a pick that everyone knows you want to get rid of it kind of tied into a corner a little bit so and look we got pick 25 back as well that's what I like that's yeah. yeah So I think it's yeah win very much a win for us mm. yeah I've got no issues with it at all so yeah mm. perfect and then Melbourne traded up to get pick eleven so they've given away a first round pick so their one which was fourteen and two second round picks so twenty seven thirty five and fourteen to nudge up three spots to eleven you guys are the draft experts what what are they cooking for three for three spots up. Um, Look, my initial thought was the Harley Reid 6 and 11. Mm. And here's an interesting one. They have a Western Australian key forward named Van Ruyen. He's Western Australian. So, did they add that to the deal? Could you refuse that 6 11 and Van Ruyen for pick one? West Coast shouldn't refuse that. Yeah. Because then you have Oscar Allen and Van Ruyen as your pillars up forward, who are both going to be like, both of them are a decent contested mark. Both of them are, you know, relatively mobile. You've set up your future and you get 6'11", which 
who knows? You might have to trade up for Dan Curden at that point. Six, who knows if, if six is going to be enough to get the the bull, you know the Western Australian kid? But yeah, I, yeah. I think that's what they're conjuring up personally. Whether Van Ruyen's involved or not, I don't know. So Melbourne really want Reed then. Mm. I think Melbourne can get Reed if they offer. Is it six and eleven? You said Mata. So. Mm. I don't want North to get rid of two and three. So West Coast best bet might be pick six. Yeah. And pick eleven as a throw in. Melbourne might be aggressive and give them next year's first too. You don't know. Yeah. Which but you gotta think their future first will be like pick fifteen or something. Yeah. It's not it's not like that. Like it's not as valuable as it mm. can't be lower than like they can't finish lower than sixth Melbourne, surely not. Yeah. Unless crazy stuff happens with yeah. Oliver and this yeah. and that. And West Coast could bank on that and be like, hmm, maybe, you know, a fall off season, but I doubt it. It's interesting, man. Yeah, you're right though. They've given up, I mean, not too much, two second round picks to go up three spots in a draft where everyone knows like the top 10 sort of where you want to be. Mm. Um, yeah, good move for Melbourne. Mm. I think you're a good team. You want to add high in talent. Yeah. Those late picks probably not going to play. So Because mm. who knows, a dude like an O'Sullivan could drop out, you know, they could pick him up at 11. Caddy could drop to 11. There's some dudes who are solid, mm. you know, who can fall out of the, you know, fall out of the top, you know, 10. Picks. But if they don't do some crazy trade to West Coast, really they're just moving up three spots mm. for those picks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see who they end up landing. There. Exactly right, yeah. yeah. But who knows? Maybe, maybe they just don't rate anyone in the second round and they're just happy to offload the second mm. rounders. Because they, they have a pretty, like, they've got a lot of high-end talent. They would probably rather just get the best of the best, you know, mm. to compliment them rather than just get, you know, fodder, you know. Yeah, mm. exactly so, right. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what they're um, thinking? Fodder. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but not the, not the best word to use. Sorry, second round picks out there. Uh, um, send them in to get just destroyed. Yeah. Uh, and obviously Gold Coast getting 14 and two second rounders just helps with them matching bids. So not much to say there. Um, cool. And then again, Gold Coast involved in some pick swaps. So they got rid of that pick 14 actually. So they instantly just got rid of it to the Eagle. Uh, sorry, to the Crows. Mm. With Burgess, yeah. yeah, and they got in two second round picks, twenty three and twenty six. Yeah. So that's literally just Burgess, Burgess is just the wanted to go already, and then yeah. you've pretty much turned fourteen into twenty three and twenty six, which points wise works out better. Yeah. So yeah, good um, deal for the Crows. Yeah, I think both uh, Gold Coast killed it with this, just getting picks and getting points. Mm. They've done a great job, and Burgess, man, he's a solid key defend, key defender, and key forward. So, yeah, a little throw in there. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, though, anyone sort of complaining about North's compensation stuff, like the Gold Coast Suns are going to pick the best key forward in the draft, mm. the, the best, best Ruckman in the draft. Yeah. Apparently, he's very good. The best, maybe the second best player under 175 centimeters in the draft. Yeah, possibly. So, yeah. they're going to get three, like, top 13, 14 picks mm. for clearly just a bunch of second rounders. Yeah. Mm. It's, look, it's kind of ridiculous. And I think we're, we're going to – the whole AFL is going to pay for it in the next five years because Gold Coast are going to be stacked and they're going to be good. They've had so many draft picks that have failed though. <laughs> yeah, you know. look. Walter's not going to fail. Well, yeah, Walter – it might be the fit. end of the failure of the Gold Coast. I think they, they might turn it around now. Yeah. like well, You add Walter to Ben King in the forward line. Mm. That's just – they're just two monsters. And Casbolt. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, nah, he's, he's – yeah, they're, they're going to be very solid. And then Jake Rogers, another just – Another dude who's a smart footballer. You you can't be like 172, 173 centimeters and not be smart. You know what I mean? So he'll find a role as well. 
Yeah. Well, the academies themselves, I mean, think about Gold Coast in general. They would have learned a lot of lessons on player development and things. Mm. Like Sydney's um, academy is notorious for being one of the strongest ones. Yeah. The um, the team in the championship, so there's Vic Country, Vic Metro, there's SAWA. The New South Wales sort of Tassie Queensland hybrid team, the Allies, won it comfortably this year. Oh, wow. Undefeated. And that's because guys um, like from their academy, from the Sydney Academy of Tassie, we're just essentially just running rings around everybody. Yeah, well, think about it. It's Walter, Reed, Rogers. McCurcher um, was in there. Sanders. I don't know who the... O'Sullivan was in there. Where's he from? Sorry. I thought he was Victorian. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not too sure, but like the Tassie kids, there. just the Tassie kids anyway. and the um, and the Gold Coast kids, mm. that's, you know, six... Is that, that's almost six out of the top, what, 15 players in the draft? Played so, for the Allies, yeah. Yeah, so. So that's pretty impressive from interstate, you know, mm. matching it with the Vicks. Exactly right. And uh, the next trade actually was North contributing to their draft hand, but receiving... Actually, no, the other way around. We got pick 18 off the Suns mm. and we've given them our other next year assistance pick. Yeah, the pick that we had to get rid of. Yes, you just swapped it. You mm. swapped a, a pick that you might not be able to use next year to now. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much going to land in a very similar spot. Mm. So Yeah, because it's, it's probably going to get pushed. It could get pushed back further considering how many um, father-son slash academy players. Both this players. year's one will get pushed and next year's. So Yeah, true. That's fine. Carlton have their picks next um, year. Their father-sons. So, yeah. Obviously, the sons had enough picks where they didn't need any more and, and North could give them some assurance for next year where I'm sure they'll have another academy process to get going on and, and North obviously gets them in the first round again. So, not too much to say there. Mm. Um, Grundy goes to Sydney for pick 46 and a future second round pick, which will be somewhere, yeah, 20 to 25 probably. Mm. It's good for Sydney, man, surely, with Hickey retiring. They've mm. got a team, as I said before, that's trying to win a flag and one of the best solo ruckmen going straight into their team. Mm. Oh, mate, at ground level, who's going to beat him, man? Like him, Taylor Adams, Chad Warner, Goulden. <laughs> Yeah, gonna Park, be Park is still around. Park, exactly. That's going to be so hard to beat, you know, once the ball hits the deck. So, yeah, nah. They're, you'd they've think bo- they're going to They've bolstered up. their team. They've bolstered their team. Mm. In the spots where they needed it, like mm. d- desperately needed it. Ruck and the inside mid-depth. Yeah, I, I think there's no reason they don't rise next year, you know, from being a, a team that shouldn't have made finals to a team that'll, you know, probably contend for the top four. Pretty wild what Grundy's been through though since he signed that big contract. Like I've yeah. never seen a player sign such a big deal and then very quickly just have his career. It so clearly wasn't the right fit for that <sighs> team. It's fascinating. Yeah. But even Collingwood getting rid of him in general. I know they had the salary cap issue at the same time. So trying to balance that, you know, getting rid of a big contract is the way to go. But they could have yeah. kept him in the end though. Like, you know what I mean? Like because McStay didn't even play in the final. Like what difference would it have made if it was Grundy and... Darcy Cameron playing in the forward line or Mason Cox playing in the forward line. You know yeah, what but I mean? what did Grundy leave leaving give Collingwood? Surely mm. surely they they got something. As in Collingwood, what did Collingwood get for Grundy Maybe leaving? a second round pick? Where did that pick go? Who knows, man? I don't know. <laughs> do you think I know every trade? Like Where did it go? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> did it have anything to do with Bobby Hill? May uh, no, nah, I think Bobby Hill was like a third round pick, man. Bobby was, was a second, but I think it was last year, not the year before. Yeah, I don't know. Crazy. Um, but no, I think we can all agree Sydney's done really well there. Yeah. Um, and then they yeah. followed that up with Taylor Adams. So Yeah, another, again, just... Pick 33 to Collingwood, Taylor Adams in. It's good value. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. He's still a very solid player. He just couldn't get the inside minutes now because Tom Tom Mitchell was there. You know, his and his. Uh, this is something that a friend told me, a Collingwood supporter said that apparently with Taylor Adams, he felt a bit hard done by because the week of the grand final, they said he said, "All right, guys, I'm going to be ready to go. I'm going to be ready to go." Collingwood apparently said to him, "Okay, we're going to give you a fitness test Tuesday," and he's like, "Come on, make it Thursday. You know, make it captain's run." Yeah. And they said, nah, you got to do it by Tuesday. By Tuesday, he wasn't up to it. He wanted that extra couple of days. Crazy. And by then, he might have been ready to go. If that, if that's true, he's been hard done by a big time. You know, vice captain as well. Yes and no, yeah. but I guess Collingwood medical staff would know what's these two days going to do match fitness wise. And No, but do you think they just didn't want him in the team? That's, that's what I'm getting at. They, made, think, they made him jump hoops. Because you know Lipinski I mean? is not as good as Adams. But does he? Can he play a role that Adams can't play? I think it would purely have to do with wanting the fittest guys available in the team. And if he's going to make it like regular season, make it. That's not good enough for a grand final. You don't want to be carrying anyone. Mm, there you go. At the end of the day, they won, right? So exactly. True. True. That was a very reasonable take from you, Dana. That's well, a, let's be honest, though. Like, yeah. I get why he would feel hard done by personally. You like, get why he wants to what's out. Well, and that's right. In mm. the regular season. Waiting till Thursday, no worries. If you can play, you can play. But it's mm. the grand final then. So if you're if you're mm. Adams, right? You're if you play Collingwood next year, so you play as part of the Collingwood team next year. You're playing with teammates that are all Premiership players, and you're not. That you you couldn't. Ha- you'd ha- he has to <sighs> get out, man. Yeah, he has mm. to get out and try forge his own journey. It may, it, it's the only way to do it, I think. Mm. For being honest, yeah, so it, ma- the, it makes sense why he's gone. It's the human side of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, well, look, pick 33 is one of those ones for Sydney. Like, obviously, the upside is gone inside mid. Downside, if he just keeps getting injured and can't get into the team, no one's going to fault you for giving away pick 33. So, it's a good deal. Definitely. Um, now, one of the biggest moves of the offseason, Zach Fisher to North Melbourne. <laughs> Everyone's claiming like this kid's a superstar or something Mate, like that. have you seen those highlight reels? Oh, I have actually. I <laughs> when, he, um, when North posted the highlight reel, or was it on Instagram or something like that? Um, all good, lads. All good, all good. Sorry. I just forgot. I'd, sorry, I forgot to check the levels on the thing and it just gave me anxiety, so I had to check it. That's all right, man. So. All good. <laughs> a, little sorry. Bit of, a little bit of time for our viewers to stretch their legs a that, bit. That's it, man. That's <laughs> a quick little uh, intermission. Um, I did see that highlights package. And I'm like, whoa, did this guy, does this guy play for Carlton? Like, that highlight package makes him look like Gary Ablett, bro. That's insane, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Dodging around plays and shit like that. Crazy. Yeah, look, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Zach Fisher. I'm very interested... I'm going to watch him very eagerly next year to see what he's going to do at North. Mm. Um, I don't think Carlton got robbed or anything like that. I think they got basically a second rounder for him, um, which is kind of where he was picked in the draft originally. Mm. He is a good player. He doesn't really fully fit into the Carlton team anymore, um, but he should fit quite nicely into the North team. So it might be a win-win. We'll see. I'm very interested to see what happens with with Fisher next year. I think it's good because it bags you guys to, you know, similarly placed picks mm. to the one that you gave up. So the Carlton obviously feels like they don't need the pick 17, was it? So yeah, I was yeah. just going to say, I didn't actually read out the full trade. So it was Zach Fisher and pick 17 this year to North for pick 21 and pick 25. Yeah, mm. so they must feel that they can get a similar player, you know, seven or eight places later on in the draft. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, or who knows, if a player's not available, they might even trade that as a, into a second next year 
for the then for the Campbell for, Rally for twins. The twins. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it gives them a bit more options if they want to. You know, two bolster. versus one. Give yeah. some options, yeah. Yeah, and do they want to bolster this year's draft? Do they want to bolster next year's? You don't know. So, yeah, no, I think it's a very good move. Um, Zach Fisher, as a North fan, is exciting because whenever we get a guy with a bit of outside, you know, run and class, like, it just feels like something that we've just missed for years. It does years, feel so. like he's going to settle well into North. Mm. Yeah. I do think that as a team, I can't think of too many other teams where Fisher would make more sense. Mm. Well, apparently he's going to have a preseason at halfback. So... Yeah. A North team that's had Sheasel there who looked like a star. Obviously, we want him in the midfield and forward where he's most damaging. Mm. Um, and the rest of our defense, look, we've got some young kids there. Bergman, Goda, um, Jackson Archer potentially, if he mm. can get fit. But ultimately, if you can have Zach Fisher in the halfback getting 20 to 25 touches. Which he will get. That'll be the best option of all of it. So Then he becomes a bit of a super coach option, I reckon. Potentially. Taking the Sheasel slash Aaron Hall role. Mm. What about the, about the Jake Lloyd role potentially? Seagull. Yeah, who knows, man? Maybe. Well, look, I think you want the ball in his hands. He's a decent kick. Mm. So, yeah. I like it. Mm. Um, cool. And then we've got Jade Gresham to the Bombers. St. Kilda received end of round one compensation, pick 21. So, that's the third or fourth time the team's got end of round mm. one compensation so mm. far. Um, what do we make of Gresham to the Bombers, boys? I actually like it. Yeah. I think look, Gresham... It's hard to know what his ceiling is because sometimes he plays amazingly. Sometimes he just Saints fans will say that he just kicks the ball, misses his target all the time. So he's one of those players that is up and down. But I think at his best, he's quite good. And Bombers, well, that Tip and Woody didn't work for them as a small forward. Um, I think he slots into the team pretty easily um, and just adds some more damage. So and and the Saints get a decent compensation pick for him as well. So mm. it might be an okay trade for both. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's only a three-year contract as well. So it's not like they're losing, you know, it's not that high a risk. You know, mm. you take him for, you know, for two, three years as a player. Yeah, five you try or, him, you know, Five or six, you'd be like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But for, yeah, Gresham, Gresham's a very solid player. He's had a bit of injury history, but if he stays on the park, yeah, he's a good player. He can run to the midfield as well, add some little bit of spice. Yeah. Did St. Kilda not... Want to keep him though because I just find it interesting. Like you mentioned, it's a three year deal to the Bombers, who obviously didn't make finals this year. Mm. I just wonder what's in it from Gresham's point of view. Like, what's he being promised? More midfield minutes? I don't that's know. easy to promise someone and then not deliver on, to be honest. Yeah, because that's, that's what all clubs do. It'd be a very Brad Scott thing to do. <laughs> midfield, midfield minutes is like the golden thing. That's what brought Fisher over and he's training off the halfback. That changed instantly. Harms, yeah. midfield minutes yeah. on the bench. I don't know why <laughs> players want to play midfield so much though. Like if you're Gresham, wouldn't you want to play mainly like high half forward and then pinch it's it in the midfield? Role. It's such a hard role to play. Mm. Like I would have more fun kicking a few goals and then going in the midfield for a couple bounces. Nah, it's unrewarding, like, man. Everyone says that you go to the half forward line to die. Mm. For your <laughs> if you're not die. good enough, yeah, true. if you're good, then it's a great role. Yeah. It's so true. hard to be good at that role. Yeah. Just Stevie J. He's the play. He went forward line, freaking went crazy. Yeah, that's Stevie J, though. Stevie Stevie J is better than Gresham. Yeah, true. Like Paul Chapman, you know. Wasn't he half forward as well? Old Chappie? Yeah, Chappie. Yeah, Yeah. Chicky Chappie. You know, those type of players, Matt. Geelong greats. Yeah, Geelong greats. But wouldn't you want to be that type of player? A little Chappie? A Robert Gray? I'd rather be a midfielder, man. Than a chappy. No, I'd rather be Rob, Robbie Gray, man. I was going to say Robert Gray. Yeah, Very I think, formal. Uh, no, uh, Robert Gray. Bob Gray. Roberto. <laughs> Roberto Gray. But um, what type of career could Roberto Gray have had in the midfield, though? A better career than the forward line? Yeah, of course. But the thing is now, like, I have fond memories of Robbie Gray, but 
You know I what don't. I mean? Otherwise, he would have just been just other. <laughs> I don't, don't, bro. He kicked, don't. he kicked how many goals off from the boundary against Carlton and one? Yeah, oh, fair enough. See, but like, what I'm getting at is like that he would have just been another midfielder, whereas now he's a forward. Toby Green, you know what I mean? He's mm. he he's a bit more special. He's just not just he's not just an accumulator. Yeah. So you know, I, I don't know. I'm back in Dino on this. You know, play half forward. You know. Especially yeah. if you're Gresham, like you're not going to play full time minutes, no. even if Brad no. Scott's promised you that, it ain't going to happen, man. Maybe he just doesn't like Ross Lyon. Maybe, yeah, mm. that's fine. Ross Lyon's too defensive, whereas Gresham's not a good <laughs> defender. You know what I mean? So he's like, no, get out of here. Ross Lyon doesn't speak in sentences; he's never any full stops, and Gresham <laughs> yeah. just can't handle it. Doesn't know when to start or finish the conversation. <laughs> does he? He sort of ends his sentences like this. Yeah, like that? He does. Is that, does, that's what he does. does. You're like, yeah. I don't. It's know. hard to replicate the way he speaks, actually. Mm. Yeah, it's so like we we played a really decent game. I don't know. It's it's something like that. I like the first part, but then you just continue without stopping. Another point. Okay, so he's just he's just kind of like old man rambling. It's just one of these ones. It's like how Greek girls talk, right? <laughs> but yeah. but without the high pitch. Without, yeah. Uh, but and you just keep talking. And forever. it's not a hot Greek girl. And it's not a hot Greek girl. So what's the point? Russell might have been attractive <laughs> as a young man. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? I'm not. I'm not going to Google that to see what he looks like. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Ross, someone, someone in the comments, type in Russell Lyon, hot young man. See? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't search that. Uh, um, are the Saints bringing in anyone other than Liam Henry? Uh, Dow is the suspected one, which I think mm, will happen. Okay. So yeah. Henry for Gresham. How do we feel about that as an overall move for the Saints? It's not well. It's not a hundred percent like for like because Henry's, I think, become a winger. Mm. Look, I think you're replacing Gresham with someone who's younger and probably has a bit more promise. You know, um, whereas we kind of uh, Jade Gresham is a known quantity. I don't think he's going to go any better than what he is right now. So no. you may as well, you know, go for Liam Henry. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, the next trade to talk about is the Demons getting Fullerton from Brizzy. For mm. pick 47. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, they lose Grundy. They need a backup. Ruckman. Yeah. Their forward line is not sorted 100%. Mm. Melbourne. So, who knows who, what that final mix is going to look like. They give him a chance. Yeah. I haven't really done any research into Fullerton to see if he's played as a key forward or as a Ruckman in the VFL. But, um, yeah. Uh, from, from memory, he's played a few games for Brisbane. So, he can't be that bad. You know. Most really, you know. Average key positions just don't get a game. So, mm. yeah. Just having a quick look at the VFL stats. I think he played more ruck okay. than anything. But let me just, yeah, give me two yeah. seconds well, to look, just check that. He's not going to get, you know, number one ruck minutes with Gorn around. And Gorn, yeah, Gorn, he deserves a shot at, you know, just full ruck time. Because when he did it this year, he was crazy. Man, that so, guy's first picked in my Supercoach team next year, Gorn. He, see, Grundy's going to be cheaper though. So, get them both. Yeah, but so, then there was another option that was really good as well. There was another cheaper, uh, like Jordan Sweet will be cheap. He's going to get a number one ruck role. There was another one. I can't remember who it was. There's, there's mm-hmm. another dude who's like, oh, you know. Gorn won 170s every week, bro. Just think about that. Yeah, not true. Gr- we can go back to Grondy. You know? <laughs> um, was, that, was that what it was called, Grondy? I think just Gondy. Gondy? Yeah. Gondy. Gondy. Yeah, get, get the Gondy combo. <laughs> um, um, so I've got more information here. I think he played mainly as a forward. Okay. Reason I say that he averaged 15 touches, mm. he kicked 30 goals okay. in the VFL, and he had only 4.6 hitouts a game. So that mm. just tells me he was pinch hitting. Yeah. So that would um, be his role if he if he gets on the park. He yeah. might actually get on the park. Might actually with that mm. more logical forward ruck. 
yeah. rather than the Grundy type. So is Tom McDonald still there, or did he retire? Oh, He's there. He needs to retire, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> I know he needs to, but um, does he know he needs to? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably, probably does. Yeah, yeah, true, true. He's just like he's yeah, milking the cow. That, yeah, true. He's but, hey, look, he's probably on another four, five hundred. You know. Okay. No way is that much. Yeah. Tom McDonald, when he would have signed his last contract, it would have been a big contract, surely. Because Tom McDonald, he was a gun. Mm. During the you know, peak years, he was 40, 50 goal forward. He had like one really good year. Yeah, yeah. but that was a long time ago, man. Yeah. That's when he marked everything. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably when I was not in Greece this year, but the previous time, which was 2018. <laughs> that is a while ago. Jeez. I just remember being, you know, like just being in Greece and saying, Tom McDonald, 140. <laughs> you know, that's such a, a random memory I have a vague memory of him just going crazy <laughs> because people were saying oh you should trade him in trade him in I'm like careful it's so funny how Supercoach shapes our, our memory of AFL seasons yeah Bad. <laughs> um, cool and the last trade actually mm. so far just happened yesterday which was Tyler Brockman to the Eagles yeah and the Hawks receiving pick 44 and 63 um, which considering he was a free agent he could have just walked to the Eagles with pick one of the rookie draft. Pre-seat, yeah. Um, pretty good deal for the Hawks in the end to get a couple of picks. Yeah. Well, look, Will they, they can use, use those picks. Yeah. 44, you might use. Yeah. 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 I think they're going to use them for um, what's. They can use the later one for um, to match, or even both of them to match their father's son, Will McCabe. Mm. Or and the more likely scenario is that they're going to use them for Mabi or Chol, or um, they've got another couple guys lined up. Maybe maybe Gunston, who we have, we have to talk about that one. Coming home. Yeah, there's yeah. another article about moves yet to happen. So, yeah, yeah continue yeah, what you're no, saying. With, with Gunston, man, like he comes in for one year at Brisbane, not, you know, not picked in the final, quits straight away. I, I think fair enough, fair enough because you go to a team who's, you know, on the verge of contending so you can play. You don't go there, you know, just to sit on the bench. This dude obviously, you know, values himself. He's only 31. He values his, you know, contributions to a team. Fair enough. He wants to get out, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Well, wasn't he the person that said with Daniel Rich that don't play me, I'm not in the right form? Yes. Yeah, that's true. So from his own admission at that point in time, which is what mid to late of that season, mm. was like, oh, I'm not quite good enough yet. Maybe that was his his mistake. Is that he kind of gave them an excuse to drop him, and then well, the interesting thing as well is like theoretically, the Lions brought him in to help in September where he has so much experience, and it worked. Like not worked from his point of view, but they made it deep into September. They made the mm-hmm. final, right? So you just think, what would a fit firing Gunston do? I've seen him change. Games like when all the attentions on Danaher and Hipwood, he pops up, kicks three or four. Do you think he would have changed the grand final result if he's in form? Absolutely, he's very high IQ, very smart with his leads, and and obviously has played in grand finals. Um, but what it just didn't think? work out, right? So he's. Do you think would have changed it? Look, it probably would have been too tall a forward line. Mm. Like maybe instead of Hipwood, you go him instead. Um, Which you're not going right. to do, right? No, probably not. Probably not. But yeah, I don't know. Look, I think he'd be a great. He'd be a great acquisition for Hawthorne, you know, re-signing him. Because mm. then it just, you'd have him possibly, you know, if Chol comes in, um, who's their big guy? More. Uh, Mitch, Mitch Lewis. Lewis. Oh, Mitch yeah. Lewis. Yeah, Mitch yeah. Lewis. You know, so yeah. I think that'd be a pretty solid forward line with, you know, the smalls like Dylan Moore. And um, Bruce is still there. Mm. He's yeah. still very good as well. Yeah, Bruce, yes, Bruce is still a gun even um, at, what, 48, however old he is. <laughs> He's um, the same age as Mackie, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both, both vampires. 
Um, yeah, I think it'd be a good pickup. I wonder if any other Victorian clubs are in on uh, Gunston. If he just wants to come home. Well, everyone just know. lazily sort of says, oh, Clarko with his relationship with him. Yeah, like, bad, bad. nothing's been said. Mm. I don't, wouldn't expect it, to be yeah. honest. It'd be an interesting one for us. Look, I'll take it, to be honest with you. I wouldn't, oh, like, if we I'd... give next to nothing for him, absolutely. Yeah. yeah why not? Yeah. You, you wouldn't say no. Um, but I think, yeah, if he's set Hawthorne, he'll get to Hawthorne. Mm, yeah, true, true. Um, Cool. So I've got the moves yet to happen and there's just a whole bunch of names. We'll do rapid fire-ish okay. um, for some of them that, that don't have a rumor attached. So Jack Billings. Um, apparently, I, I wouldn't mind him for the Dow, to be honest. I actually, Carlton-wise, I wouldn't mind him. So if not like a straight swap, just bring him in if you lose Dow. Yeah. yeah. However it works out. Well, I, I'd happy for some, some sort of deal in that way. But I don't know. Is he linked to anyone? Collingwood apparently throughout the year, but now they're getting shorts. So you can almost say no on that one for Collingwood. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, man. Obviously, he's very talented, but just injured a lot. Yeah. The issue for him is that I think he has a big contract on him. So it's just a, it's a negative asset now. Until 2025, you're is right. That, is that what it says? That's what it says. doesn't yeah. say the money, but... Yeah. Let's another... assume it's five or... Let's say it's between 400 and 600. I think that's a fair guess to yep. make for a guy with that mm. higher potential. Um, and at that time when he would have signed the St. Kilda weren't bringing in, you know, they weren't attracting big names. So, yeah. Um, I, I could know. see why he needs a new start. But like, if you're the Saints, why not try and, and, you know, hold him to that contract and get the most out of him again? He's had injuries. Mm. Like, surely there's yeah, scope to know, work with him. They know... They have information that no other club has about him. Mm. So we don't know. Maybe they just think he's a lost cause. Intangibles might not be there. You know mm. what I mean? Just the he might not be a dude that they like around the club. Like as crazy as it sounds, I think there's a, probably a lot of players who don't meet the vibe check, and they just you know what I mean? I mean yeah, culture wise, yeah, positivity. Yeah. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, fair enough. I'm not saying that I know anything about Billings, about his vibe. See, I'm sure he's, he's, I'm a sure he's got a cool... He's a depresso. Yeah. Nobody likes him. Look, the thing is, he was best mates with Luke McDonald, who... Luke McDonald is... He's probably the most likable bloke in the world because he shouldn't be a, a captain, right? So, you know what I mean? So, Billings must be somewhat cool. No, but know? maybe opposites attract. True, true. <sighs> maybe maybe McDonald and Billings are yin to yang. <laughs> maybe, oh maybe. God. One of them's like super talented, <laughs> but not liked. One of them's no talent, <laughs> but liked a lot. There we go. Well, you know what? With North bringing in Logue and then Fisher, best mates, mm. McDonald, Billings, done. Yeah, there we go. Man. <laughs> we, we, just, just, we just saved the world. We just cured it. the world. Done. So you're reuniting all the friends. Um, so next one, we already kind of touched on, Marby or Charles to Hawthorne. Apparently, the Suns want a future second round pick, Hawthorne wants to deal more with third rounders. So probably that'll get done at Which some point. Oh, the Chol one. The Chol one, yeah. 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 Um, Nick Caulfield wants to go to the Dogs from An- the Saints. Another dude who wants to go to the Dogs and we don't understand. No Why didn't they try to get him instead of Harms? Exactly right. Well, <laughs> um, it looks like, uh, what does it say? Yeah. Saints have been looking for the Dogs to add pick 40 to the deal um, and then some other picks. So I think, yeah, there'll be some pick swapping and whatever yeah, stuff going get on there. But they'll get that one done. They'll get that done. An- another weird one. Another weird one. The weirdest one for me is this one, next one coming up. And I just cannot understand why Essendon, surprise, surprise, the Doro, being so adamant on getting anything of significant value in return for D'Ambrosio. You're yeah. not playing him and you picked him up in the mid-season draft. Yeah. Bro, like fourth round he, pick he is what you get. He wants a pick seven. Yeah. It's like, the thing is, I think he was only going to give him a one-year deal. Show us how much you value him. Like fourth give- round pick at best. Yeah. Who is he going to? Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Yeah, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. 
Hawthorne's an interesting destination because they've got a lot of running halfbacks. But that's their game style. They're just ballistic. Yeah, true. And I guess he sort of... Because Brockman was kind of coming onto the wing and sort of starting the plays on halfback a bit. You know what I mean? So maybe it's sort of a slight... Mm. Well, sort of like... It's kind of irrelevant what Hawthorne plans to do with him. It's more just... If you're the Bombers, you're not even playing this guy. Mm, And you've picked him up in the mid-season draft. Mm. There's no way you have any bargaining power here like yeah no, i agree ridiculous I agree. um if, can, if he can walk he'll walk yeah like you know it's, just get something just, out of it's him, just man. weird man weird yeah. um patty dow we already kind of spoke about i think it's definitely gonna happen by the way so yeah. yeah yeah for sure so he'll get to the saints look what does that mean for st kilda i guess if they give him a chance he might i think it'd be all right he might mm. do something yeah, I there. Think it'll be all right. mm. um, well he showed in the minutes that he got for carlton this yeah. year that he can at least rack up some posies and you know, do he's the a very work. he's a very inside player. He doesn't have outside class, so mm. which is a bit of a concern when you've already got Crouch and Jack Steele like that. You know what I mean? Well, I, Jack I Steele, think... when he's fit, I think has outside. Mm. Brad Crouch, yeah. Eh. Eh. I don't know, man. I, don't know. I think it might. But then in saying that, you have those inside grunty players, and then you've got you know some. They've got a lot of class on the outside. They do. You know, they do. They've got Sinclair, Hill, Sinclair, Nazaya, Nazaya. Mm. And now Henry coming. Henry as well, yeah. Mm. All good. Um, this next one we did speak about. So, Dersma, Xavier Dersma going to the Bombers. Yeah. Um, yeah, that probably will get done. Although, given the Radigalia, Zerk Thatcher situation happening around it, mm. might not be done till later on. Um, this next one's strange and interesting. I guess, Orazio Fantasia to the Giants. Um yeah, I don't, there's not much to really say about it. It's just like... Not unless dude, it happens, yeah. Yeah, the, the thing is the dude's kind of, you know, uh, faded away, unfortunately, because mm. he was a pretty exciting player. They'll get him as a rookie probably and probably never play him. And yeah, and if he does play, then, you know, maybe this, maybe, the, you know, maybe he can regenerate his career. Well, he's one where didn't he demand a trade to the power and mm. then, I should say demand, he requested a trade to the power they didn't let him go. Then the next year he did it again and did get there. And then he just not had a great career at Port Adelaide. No. But is it injuries or? Yeah, he's been injured. Um, so ultimately like the last four or five years of his career have just been really wishy-washy. He, he actually could be good for them. That's the funny thing. Mm-hmm. If he's fit, yeah, he, we know he's skillful. Because they, they um, who's the, who retired? Lloyd. 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 Similar role, eh? Similar, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get it. Um, next one we spoke about, Jack Gunston just recently wants to go back to the Hawks, so it'll probably get done. Uh, Sam Hayes at Port Adelaide. It's one of those rucks without a home. Mm. Interesting. I'm not sure where he'll end up. Yeah, who um, knows? Maybe rookie rookie listed at a team who needs a ruck. Maybe yeah. it's North. Who knows? Potentially. You know, I don't know. Um, not much, yeah. Liam Henry we already kind of spoke about. So Saints apparently not wanting to give away pick 13. Fair enough. Or 21. Oh. Um, but the Dockers do want an early second round pick. So that 21 might need to move somehow. Yeah, I think that has to get involved. Um, or split it for two second rounders and keep one and trade the other. Something like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, cool. Now, this is where Carlton finally comes into it. Elijah Hollands. Kind of the only player that Carlton's been linked with, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Um, what's being said here is the Blues held discussions with Gold Coast on Friday. Suns want to upgrade picks this year and next year. Uh, so it just looks like 50-50 at the moment, this one. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, been no request. Like some of the other trades have had requests. Yeah. Or not trades, but there's requests. So we'll see if they happen. Mm. This one, there's been no official yeah. 
And Gold Coast sort of obviously invested a top five pick for this kid and he's not really been fit enough to pay that back yet. Mm. So if he's not demanding a trade, I wouldn't be in a rush because I'll tell you what he's done in the VFL grand final. He played in the guts, 33 touches, 10 tackles. Yeah. Jeez. See, I think... He fits Carlton's profile, doesn't he? Yeah, he's just the Dow replacement who's not going to get played. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) The the thing is with Carlton, I feel like they're very similar in a positive way to the Bulldogs where all their stars are young. So there's no real rush to get a dude in right They're 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 becoming peak. Yeah, you're right. They're they're entering their best years of footy. Mm. Cripp's probably, what, is he one of the older ones? Cripp's a bit older, Doc's a bit older, but like Walsh, Chera are... I still like 22, 23. Kerner's young. Kerner's 25, 26. Harry, Harry Mackay. Same age. Wiedering, same age. Yeah, so Harry Mackay, despite his hairline, he's still pretty young. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. There's not it, The age isn't really the concern for Carlton, but they've they've officially entered the window. So mm. it's time to do something, boys. Yeah. yeah. Well, something tells me that won't, won't get done. I don't, I don't think it will either. Because they're going to demand a lot. You guys don't have too much to give. It just depends how much they rate him. Uh, uh, how much Hollands wants to come home and play with his brother? Whether he even wants that? Yeah. Well, he might be thinking, "Why am I going to go to Carlton? Or I'm not going to. Where I'm not going to get the opportunity as well." Uh, well I don't the, know if can you the... play a half forward role though? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then mm, that's perfect. Man. Jack Martin gets injured with the calf once. Hollands mm. comes straight in. Mm. And I guess if he's if he's really that good, and you know he starts doing a little bit of inside work, he might even displace a Hewitt well, or something. Voss was saying that he wants more rotation to the midfield. Right, oh, so you've you go. got you've got your 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 guns, and then you've got players like Dockery that rotate. Your players like um, who else would rotate through there? Uh, Ake is mm. a little bit, Holland's mm. a little bit. So yeah, the, but the forward line doesn't get that involved in the midfield rotations. Bit of Fogarty, but is Fogarty Fogarty's not going to survive? Yeah, man. Um, apart from that, not many of Carlton's forwards rotate through the mid. So that that's the type of player that could do that. Mm. I like it. I think he'd be a a good asset to Carlton, but I'm just not sure Gold Coast is going to be reasonable enough mm. and fair enough. Um, Elliot Himmelberg, standoff talks between Adelaide and GWS until apparently um, Adelaide can get Harrison Petty potentially. <laughs> so they're unwilling to get rid of Himmelberg. Man, have for now. you heard what they're going to offer Petty? Ridiculous. Like first year, a million, and then 800 after that. What? Exactly, right? It's crazy. That's cool. Like, you have cap and don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Look, I, I kind of get it because Petty looked good. Like, I can see the vision, but he had like maybe, what, four good games in the forward line? And that's about it. You know what I mean? Like, that's like Carlton offering Zach Williams midfield minutes because he played one good final. Yeah. <laughs> and then he comes in and is like, oh, I'm still learning midfield. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't yeah, that's know. pretty crazy. Um, I wouldn't yeah. have thought Elliot Himmelberg's, like him leaving, really affects you too much. But nah. they, it's fair enough for them to go, unless we get petty, we can't get rid of another forward. Yeah, because they've already lost uh, Duday in the defense. That's one key position gone. But they brought in Burgess. And Burgess comes in, but they need, they need a depth like, anyway. So Fair enough. Um, yeah. The thing I was like, I don't know if I was, I was saying it to you guys that like if they kept getting these key positions, at what point does Rob become available? Does he ever become available? They really rate him like around the club. He's just, not a bad Rockman, man. No, he's yeah. good. He's I don't good. know. I'm just, I, I don't know. I just, I just want an experienced Rocket North. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clutching at straws here, man. Oh, like, not that I don't rate Cherry, but I don't. Like, just, you know. Fair enough, uh, man. Um, there's a couple we're getting to, so maybe you can plead your case for them. But yep. the next one's actually Jacob Kaczynski. Mm, yeah. Hawthorne apparently wants a top 25 pick for him. 
the dreaming, which is wild. Dreaming, man. Like, I know key forwards don't grow on trees, but like, geez, you see, like he's not. He shouldn't be considered key forward yet. Status. He hasn't. How many goals has the guy kicked nah. in his career, man? What does he weigh? Like eighty kilos? Like he can't. Like nah. I think he's, he's a bit bigger than that. Yeah. But like he's not. He doesn't look physically imposing at all. Like in my eyes. And Richmond doesn't really have much to give, right? So they've currently got picks 29, 50, and 68. So 50 is probably a bit harsh considering he's a mature body. Yeah. And 29 seems a bit too much. So it's probably something in the 30s or early 40s. Mm, yeah. Which Richmond doesn't have at the moment. So they're going to have to deal something there. But Here we go. Here's mine. So they have pick 44 from the Brockman deal. Future second and 40. Get involved. So they, they get Richmond's future second. They give back 44 and... Uh, and Kaczynski. Fair trade. There we go. I like it, Matthew. When it happens, you heard it here first. Matthew's got a career in uh, being a list manager. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's him. I would love that job, to be honest. <laughs> Bro, legit. Like, I think... Let's, if- let's volunteer to be the list managers for the Tassie team. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're just perpetually bad forever. Yeah, there's, there's a couple jobs that I'd love to have. List manager... Or as Harley Reid said in that interview, Cal Toomey. <laughs> to be Cal Toomey would be pretty sick. Whatever your Not job is, Cal. That's what he said. Yeah. What is his job, man? I don't know, but I just like. Let's be fair. Like he's 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 one of he's so well respected in the community as a draft dude, as the dude who breaks news. It's pretty sweet. I must he's say, likable like, too. People trust him. Listening, yeah, he's yeah. I've got to say though, listening to trade radio throughout the day, there's so many shows they've got like oh Kane Corns and Brad Johnson or like. Um, Damian Barrett and like uh, who is it? He's with um, Phil Davis and mm. Josh Jenkins. And honestly, Ugh, like that's listening, not the one I must just do. say, like this isn't uh, Ryden or anything, but like <laughs> <laughs> Riley Beveridge and Cal Toomey, I must say, <laughs> they're a pleasure to listen to, knowledgeable, and always breaking like factual news. Yeah, yeah. that's writing, bro. Yeah. You're right. Um, You're writing. Yeah. Just no, nah, just respect. That's all it is. <laughs> Um, like I had to say it's not writing just so that we didn't that makes, get to <laughs> that makes it writing yeah <laughs> that makes it writing down um, but right, no nah, legit on. how can you be in the media and not be disliked exactly you know what I mean like not many people get that yeah. you know like Josh Jenkins says one thing and now I'm off Josh Jenkins I had yeah. no issues with Josh Jenkins before media but now it's just like he says one Why wild Josh thing Josh Jenkins in the media and Adam Cooney's oh, like, not to start hating on the rest of them but like <laughs> nah let's hate his show with the other guy it's like so boring. They just he sits there like naming the best twenty three of every team, and he's basically just reading their round twenty four team, <laughs> and throwing in someone that was injured. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. How is this taking up? Like, you listen to that for three minutes and then ten minutes of ads. But anyway, mm, yeah. Um. All right. Next one. Scott Lysette. Matza, would you take Lysette at North? If we don't do anything else in the ruck space, then why not? But he's not gonna. He's not doing you much. It's similar to a Goldie situation, to be honest with you, where like, and he's not as good as Goldie. He's just a solid rock. You have him for one or two years and that's it. And yep. Then you're done. Apparently, Geelong North and Collingwood surveying their rock options. Yeah. So I think he's the worst case scenario for all those teams. And if they don't get him, they'll just go, all right, we'll just pick someone up in the VFL, from the VFL, you know, yeah. like we did with Hamish Free last year. Fair enough. Um, Shane McAdam. So this was called early that he's requested to go to Melbourne, but mm. it's also just taken a while to get traction. Mm. Um, Adelaide seem to really rate him highly. They're like, ask, I feel like they're asking more than a second for him, which I think is crazy. What they're asking for now is to attach a first round pick to him to get Petty. So they're seemingly they all in on Petty's Petty. The, like the God answer to them, bro. Yeah, I don't, a million I don't dollars know. a year, first round picks. 